At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Best Bets, giving you VSIN's top talent, handicappers, and guests to catch you up on what you may have missed. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This show was brought to you by DraftKings. Great show lined up today among our guests, Drew Butler, Adam Chernoff, and Michael Lombardi, heavy, heavy football, as you could uh, imagine. We'll recap what we watched yesterday and tie it in to the opening numbers that we have for the Super Bowl between the 49ers and the Chiefs. And today and uh, probably into tomorrow and a little bit more later on in the week, I'm guessing it's going to be let's roast Dan Campbell time uh, in national media, um, probably every single platform there is in this country. I will point out that we have said for a long, long time, we cannot stand the phrase, take the points. It is not automatic that these kickers are going to make field goals. In fact, Kyle Shanahan was, quote, trying to take the points in the first quarter. Moody missed another kick. Not Mm -hmm. that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going to get absolutely scorched. Why didn't you take the points, Dan? Uh, He had several opportunities to do so. They also blew a 24-7 lead. There was one of the flukiest plays you're ever going to see in championship history when the ball bounced off the defender's face mask, should have been picked off. Ayuk somehow came up with the catch. Totally improbable, uh, that situation happening. And then also, like, when he decided to go for it the first time, it's fourth and two at the San Francisco 28-yard line. That's on Josh Reynolds, man. you got to make the catch, however... I want to point out that if I'm in his shoes, I do, I do try, quote, I try to take the points there because if he makes it, it's in a 17-point game. So he went, and the biggest storyline, and I said this before the playoffs started, I think the Lions absolutely have a chance to go to San Francisco and win if we get to that spot because you know that this guy is going to be the risky poker player or the risky blackjack table uh, player at the table. And if things go his way, they can win. They did not go his way again last night. Yes, as we said, uh, he's the guy. He, he's not leaving the the table with chips. He won't do it. 
Yeah. No matter what he's up, no, no any situation, what. totally sober, drunk, doesn't matter. He's going to lose everything yeah. back. So why would anything be different when he's coached like that his whole career and now he's in the NFC title game? Why would it be different? I said it immediately, though. You have to kick the field goal to go up 17 with six minutes. Now, you do have a guy who's played with four teams and is 78% in that range in his career with Money Badger. So you cannot just say, well, it's automatic. It's not automatic. It's not automatic. But extra points are adventures right. now. So unless you're talking to Todd Bowles, a 46-yard field goal, there's no gimme. But the drops, the pass that should have been intercepted, Ayuk makes the 51-yard catch. But if you're going to do that, though, and be aggressive, why'd you kick the field goal before halftime? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you go for it fourth and goal from the three? That was another instance, an example. So he did, he actually said, I thought we were a little bit closer, and had we been a little bit closer, they were going to go for it. That, to me, is also, also risky mm-hmm. because that, that's a chip shot there. Again, nothing's a gimme. That's, yes, that's automatic. But that's as close to automatic as yeah. you're going to get. Sure, but you're right. Reynolds has to make the play. Uh, the third Gib- down Gibbs drop. Can't, Gibbs can't fumble. Reynolds really? had a couple drops. I know. But all the things he did, and everyone's going to be all over him today, I thought the most egregious was the timeout with a minute left. Once you do that, the game is over. Yeah. That is so stupid. Number one, you cannot run the ball in that situation, and you, you definitely, 1,000% cannot call a timeout with a minute left because then the game's over because you don't get onside kicks anymore. It's impossible. Sure. Why not kick the field goal there? You're down by 10. You're going to need to have a field goal at yeah. some point. It's fourth and three. You burned a timeout because you get too aggressive in these situations. You're too emotional. As Michael Lombardi has called him, he's too reckless. There were two spots I would have tried to kick it last night. Again, I'm going to blame Josh Reynolds, though, first and foremost. Not only did he drop the fourth down spot at the San Francisco 28, he dropped a third down pass as well. Yep, yep. You wide open. Terrible job out of that kid. Yep. Uh, that went from being 24-10 with seven minutes left to 24-24 with three minutes left. Nothing was going their way. The drop, the Gibbs fumble, and then the, the uh, no joke, folks. That's a top three or top five punt I've ever seen in my entire life oh, by yeah. Jack Fox. Oh, yeah. 74-yarder, and it gets the perfect bounce to come back, and they botched it. What's he doing? Just come tap on. it back. Just knock it back. What are you trying to catch it for and stuff? Just knock it back. Yes. Oh, that was and, terrible. And of course, the 49ers go down to score, and they kick a field goal to take the lead. Mm-hmm. So that was a complete flip at that point. But the two spots he had to, and again, I'm, we're trying to be level-headed about this. You got to try to go up by 17 and late there. Don't take the timeout. Kick the field goal. Then the onside. You got three timeouts at that point. You, you screwed that up at the very end of the game. Mm-hmm. You're not dead. I mean, still, you, you get the touchdown. No, you're down three. If you have all three timeouts, you're going to get the ball back and at least have a chance. Right. But that goes out the window when you burn the timeout. I'm also surprised he didn't go for two and tried to cut it to two. I d- thought for sure that, he was going to do that it. that was coming as well. So... It just, I mean, everything has to go wrong to blow a lead like that. I mean, you're up 17 at halftime. You're gashing them on the ground. You're pushing them around, dominating the line of scrimmage. The talk talk might be, what are the 49ers going to do? Who's their quarterback next year? I mean, if they lose like 41 to 14, who is their quarterback next year? And then Purdy making plays with his feet, everything going right in the second quarter. And then you thought, my God, they're going to cover is they're up 10. But it was also great. They showed the graphic. You go back to 1957, 49ers led 24-7 and lost the game. The last road playoff win by the Lions. They won a road playoff game since 1957. Uh, They won that game 31-27, and then here it's 24-7, 
and it's the Niners who come all the way back. I didn't know if that coincided with the Eminem double bird in the suite. Everyone tweeted that. Eminem giving all the 49er fans a middle finger. I don't know, did he do it right away or when they were up 17? Either way, you got it's just it's a tough offseason. The Lions should have won that game. Yep, they gave it away. Up 24-7, I tweeted this out. Oh. Uh, I wasn't going to call it a one versus a 16, but you had a seven and a half point road dog. And they were making it look like a three versus a 14 in, in March Madness. Like it's a 27-point yep. lead at halftime, ball game's over with. They were clearly the better team for the first 30 minutes. It wasn't even close. No. I mean, third Shanahan, and 18, third and 12. Uh, I'm no oh. problem. Right down the field to start. Williams with the touchdown. He scored two minutes in. A ton of Lions fans here. They're ready to go. They're booking a trip. Oh, they're showing Ford Field. The place is sold out, yeah. not even having a game played there. Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, is my favorite player in the NFL. He had four conversions on third and long in the first half alone. Mm, this is how yeah. things were going so well for the Lions. They had four conversions. They were four out of five on third and nine or longer in the first half. They were getting everything. It didn't matter if it was Goff going to Amon Ross St. Brown, maybe a little Laporta here. It was Montgomery. It was Gibbs. It was the offensive line. It was a defensive line. They were better every single spot on the football field in the first half. And oh, by the way, they were also better Ben Johnson compared to Wilkes. Like when we get and we finally get down uh, into the Super Bowl coming up in about 20 minutes, this is going to be Steve Spagnola versus Steve Wilkes as defensive coordinators. And this is a no contest. They were getting buried. And then, you know, I'm looking at that second half number. Niners opened up laying nine. They were getting the ball at halftime. Mm, yeah. It was bet down to eight. I had no confidence. I didn't bet it either way, but I had no confidence that the Niners were going to come back and cover that second half number, let alone win the game. Yeah, couldn't stop them. I didn't think there was any way they were going to stop them. That stretch yes. to go from 24-10 to 24-24 in a four I don't even know what the biggest play of the game was. I don't know if it was the IU catch. I don't know if it was the Gibbs fumble. I don't know if it was the Reynolds drop. I don't know. I have no clue, Paul, because it just... If you went to the bathroom yesterday yep. when the Lions were driving up 24-10 and you came out, you're like, we, what? We are not momentum people. But once they got the stop on fourth and two and then they hit the big play, it, everything went San Francisco's way the rest of the game. Right? Yep. And that, that, it woke them up. I'll just say that. It woke them up. Because they kicked the field goal, go up 17 with six minutes in the third quarter. It's hard to believe they lose. Yep. So here he is. Everyone's going to barbecue him today. Here's Campbell on his decision not to kick field goals and to go for it and be aggressive. Yeah, I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. Um, you know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. Um, and I wanted to get the upper hand back. Um, you know, and... It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. Um, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. There he is. He loved their chances of converting. Yeah. I, I mean, he's it, open. He it dropped was, it. It was there. I know. He's open. Catch the ball. You're a wide receiver. It's your number one job, and then you have to go a long ways down the list to find out what your number two job is. Maybe block once in a while. <laughs> you catch the ball. Yeah. Use your hands. That's what you're paid to do. That is sick. I feel absolutely awful for Lions fans. First of all, uh, selfishly, I wanted the Lions fans to come out to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. It would have been an amazing week to 10 days. And, you know, I grew up. Barry Sanders is my favorite athlete of all time. It's not even close. I, I'd like to see this organization win something. Yep. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yep. And just got the way they had to lose that game. 
I, I almost felt the knife for you, Lions fans, go into the, just the dagger into the kidney yesterday as you were giving that game away. Absolute backbreaking loss. I'd rather be a Lions fan than a Ravens fan. Yeah, so would I. I'll tell you that. How, so about no the, question. how about the Jennings catch? I mean, the, the catch with one hand. Yeah. How enormous was that play? No kidding. Yeah, and, and you're right. Everything. Just you can't feel down the punt at the one-yard line. The drops, the Gibbs fumble, the, the should have been intercepted, and then yeah. Ayuk makes the 51-yard catch. That stupid timeout with a minute left took all, any possibility you had of coming back away. How about the Niners winning and not covering? Yeah. Total flies over, but they got there with teasers. If anybody else was, you know, on, on the Chiefs in a weird teaser number, obviously. I got to say Brock Purdy played an awesome second half. He did. And Shanahan comes back. Yeah. When Shanahan was down double digits, he never wins. And here's Shanahan down 17. They come back. Halftime speech, whatever was said, works out, and they can't be stopped in the second half. Uh, okay, we're going to get into what Paulie just mentioned there uh, a moment ago. Coming up next, we'll get into the AFC game. I had to force a bet on this stupid game, didn't I? I had to go against Mahomes. But what you said, I'd rather be a Lions fan today than a Ravens fan. I would agree. I don't even think it's close. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is VSIN's Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Got to check out the brand new VSIN.com. Bill 80 up already, tweeting about the Super Bowl and the line movement. Check out the new VSIN.com today. Fresh look, enhanced navigation, mobile first focused, expanded the educational content. VSIN.com. Explain, Polly, why you made that comment earlier in the first segment of the show. Why would you you know, rather be a Lions fan today than a Ravens fan? I no, Not to be hyperbolic, I thought it was the worst game plan I've ever seen. It doesn't make any in, sense. In, in I mean, a big spot? Yeah, to okay. give it away. I mean, Kansas City's 28th against the run, and they're fourth against the pass. 
You have a great rushing attack. That's who you are. That's who you've been. And you come out and you you abandon the run from the get-go and you throw, throw, throw. I couldn't believe what Monka was doing. It, it was ridiculous. And it's one of the most painful thing in sports is to lose at home as a one seed in the playoffs. But you you shut out the Chiefs for the second half? You allow three points after the first two possessions and you lose the game? Yeah. The Flowers... I don't even know what to say I, I about say Flowers today. Yeah. I, I don't between even know the, what to between say. The, that's the worst five-minute sequence you're ever going to see. The the fumble, the taunting, the fumble, then he cuts his hand. and the, the, the taunting call, we were watching the replay during the commercial break. That's one of the most unnecessary, stupid plays from a player that you're ever going to see on a football field. Why would you do that? Again, look at the scoreboard, pal. Mm-hmm. You've been getting beat the entire game. And then you make it. You still have to score a touchdown there, Johnny. And you get up. You push the guy to the ground. You throw the football at him. You stand over the top of the guy. You're unaware of the taunting penalty in the NFL. How would you? You're a rookie. What have you ever done in this league? Who are you? I get it. You're a nice prospect. Yeah. What was that? And then he follows that up by, and you saw the former Patriot players immediately, like on social media. That's why Belichick told us, unless it's fourth down, you never go for the goal line ever. Right. Danny Woodhead immediately tweets out a Danny Woodhead sighting. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, no kidding. That's right. That's a Belichick special. Max sent this in. The Ravens have been awesome all year running the ball, and that's why uh, what KC struggles against. No design runs for Lamar. They abandoned the run so early, and you're only down 10, 16 runs, 37 passes. That lo- that's not Lamar Jackson's game, and Harbaugh needs to know that, and specifically uh, Monken. Gus Edwards had one carry at halftime. So what were they doing? The, the two running backs, Edwards and Hill, combined for two carries. Two carries after the 5.30 mark of the first quarter. Oh, That was it? That's what they did? The Bills ran for 180 yards against the Chiefs. Yes. What are you thinking? Uh-huh. I could not believe. And I know, and again, I sent this out on X yesterday. I'm like, look, I know Lamar Jackson's going to get killed after this game. And Lamar Jackson, he's going to deserve it. He was not great. But if you think he was the number one problem with the game and I was people were mocking me, you're like, Mitch, this guy stinks, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, Baltimore, their bread and butter is to have him run design runs for Lamar, get the running backs going. And you can apps. That's how you beat Kansas City defensively. And they were without players in the game, by the way. We found out before kickoff. There's no Willie Gay, another guy, that man down. Right. So the secondary has been phenomenal the entire year. We've had breakdowns on this, that part of the defense for weeks. You can't throw. I mean, Paul Charchin came on last week and basically said, I know it's minus 180, but Lamar Jackson is not going to throw two touchdowns in this game. He threw one right away, and then that was it. The secondary is so good. Could have had two with Flowers if he wasn't a bonehead. Yep. Um, but no, that's, that's what you do. That's how you attack Kansas City. No time to throw either. Offensive line let him down as well. So do I have this right based on that first drive and what they did for the rest of the game? What a terrible way to start the game, by the way, at home three and out. Well, guys also he also drops it though. He's open. It's well, a first down. There's another one. I know, but you know what you're saying. Yep. Uh you wanted to get into, into a shootout with Patrick Mahomes? Is that is that no. the feeling that you had watching the game plan? That the penalties? Oh, the penalties were so or, silly. There was some agree some bad job by the officials, but still. There were it's, it's one thing you have five there were five stupid penalties by by Baltimore. The headbutt. Uh, personal foul on Clowney. Clowney was a big so, one. Right. And then three turnovers, two in the end zone. What a way to go out for the one seed. They were, and look at this now. It's your first game at home in the AFC title game since 1971, and that yeah. happens. This this is how, I'm curious, like, 
reading the room as an offensive coordinator or a head coach, and I'll tie this into a little bit of a Kyle Shanahan uh, with these uh, Warren Sharp tweets. He's like, this is what you have to know. The entire game, the Ravens had three early down running back runs. Three, that's it. They gained 17 yards. Casey's defense, number 28 against the run, Paulie, as you pointed out. He's questioning Todd Munkin. That ties into what Shanahan was doing in the first half against the Detroit defense. The Lions had the number three run defense in the NFL this year, 25th against pass. Uh, on early downs, 10 runs versus 11 passes for the 49ers. The runs were averaging 2.7 yards per carry. McCaffrey, 2.9. Why would you be doing that? Are you not watching the games? How did you possibly draw up this game plan? That's, that's the guy, the coaching staff today. If you're a Ravens fan, that's the part of the team that you need to be disgusted with. And Harbaugh deserves the criticism as well. He's been there for a long time. You killed teams this year. Good teams. When you were a three, three and a half, four point favorite this year, they were never no contests. You have some of these terrific historical numbers that stand out. Like when you compare them to other great teams over the years, and that's the performance that you gave everybody in that area. Unacceptable, man. They let the whole country down. Yeah, they did. So here comes two weeks of Mahomes, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. And I, I'm not going to be able to take it. You know, we also talked about, we asked Seren Petro on the air, who's a big-time talk show host here in Kansas City. Is the offense, is the defense good enough to overcome the offense and the issue? He said no. But they did it. Mm. But all you're going to hear about Mahomes this, Mahomes that, and he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Maybe he can pass Brady. Who knows how many Super Bowls he's going to win. What did he do? He had, they scored 17 points. Huh? Well, and the, the, This defense is legit and, and the real deal. And, you know, they, they give up seven points against Miami. They give up 10 here. And to go back to what happened on Christmas, you lose at home to the Raiders. You give up two non-defensive touchdowns. Uh, not, uh, we're in the offensive touchdowns, excuse me. And the 49ers get run out at home against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And here are the two teams that are meeting in the Super Bowl. So sure. They never, Mahomes kept saying it all year. We're going to get it fixed. We're going to get it fixed. Never got it fixed. But the defense is so good and Spags is so good. They win a game without scoring in the second half. Yep. So Mahomes in the first half, and we'll get more into this coming up in about 10 minutes when we get into the Super Bowl number and a little bit on this matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Mahomes in the first half, 0.41 EPA per play. Lamar Jackson was negative 0.21. Huge difference there. Total EPA for Mahomes was 13. His completion percentage over expectation was 17%. Those numbers are almost fake. They're like video game numbers. That's how good he was. That's how good Kelsey was in the first half. Then it flipped. And they did nothing after that. But I bet the Ravens last week minus three and a half. And it was a week ago today when I said, and the opener was three minus 20 at the time. And we're on the air, and I'm like, part of me says, Ravens three, not nearly high enough. Well, the market agreed that that touched five yesterday at some spots. And then I said, the other mm-hmm. part of me is, hey, moron, you're actually going to bet against Patrick Mahomes, and you're going to lay three and a half points? What kind of a you know clown are you? And I'm paying the price today. Well, it's not your fault. It's Todd Munkin's fault. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, is. it, it, it was. looked too easy. I mean, every time they played a good team, they, they, they buried him. They, they beat everybody at home with the exception of Cleveland, but they led by 14 in that game. Mahomes now 10-1-1 ATS as a dog. Wow. But it's just between, you know, they took over. They had first and 10 at the 40-yard line, couldn't move the ball. They had the fumble. They had the drop uh, pass on the on the first possession of the game. You have uh, Lamar thrown in a triple coverage in the end zone. You have the ridiculous Zay Flowers play, and you lose by seven. I mean, I just can't. You know, they weren't ready to play either. No, they were you give not. Up, you give up the two quick touchdowns. 
And Kelsey off the milk carton here. He's been great. But they, they contained Pacheco, as I said. That, that I had right. 24 carries for 68 yards. They did a good job there. And it's just inconceivable, improbable, impossible. You allow three points after the first two possessions at home and you lose the game. Mm-hmm. I can't even get 20 points out of you. My God, that's I just don't understand what Monken's thinking. What are you thinking? How is that the game plan? I have no idea, man. How is that the game? How? That's not Lamar Jackson's game. No. That's I, not I was, your game. Gus Edwards, one for 15 at halftime. That's not how you beat the Chiefs. The guy had, he was five of 12 for 67 yards passing in oh. the first half. Oh. How was that your game plan? Where, where were the design runs for Lamar? Where were those? You have this, I mean, Edwards and Hill as a combo with that offensive line. It's a very nice running game. I'm not going to call either one of those guys a superstar because they're not. But against that defense, they should have had big games. And they never were given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Terrible job out of the Ravens. Yep. So disappointing to play that. They were elite the entire year. And then the coaching staff takes a dump in the final game of the season like that. Horrible job, guys. You were an A-plus team, and that was an F performance out of you. I would be disgusted if I lived in that area today. Mm-hmm. I just, I Hard couldn't. to take them seriously moving forward. Oh, yeah, based on that, yeah. yeah. Harbaugh, too, deserves a ton of the I know. blame. I know. You got, you, got to, you got to sit down with the guy at halftime and say we're not out. Yeah. And that's actually what he said, by the way. Harbaugh at the half, hey, we're going to get the run, running game established. When you were down by 10 points, where was the running game in the first 30 minutes? Yep. And a gift that keeps on giving gets there again. Every Chiefs yeah. fourth quarter has gone under this year, but one in their 18 and two to the under in the second half. I already saw Joe Osborne's already on the second half under. Oh, the second, get, on, get on that. Get on that again. The second half total open 22. It literally had no chance. Yeah. VSIN's best bets, catching you up on everything you missed on VSIN, the sports betting network. Experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code ANG. Get access to everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website. Check it out. It's got daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code ANG, Kelly. That's promo Promo code A-N-G, as in A-Numbers Game, the, the show you're currently listening to. <laughs> you do that, you get your first year of VEASAN Pro Access for only $199. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, before we move on to the uh, Lions and Niners, and we'll talk, obviously, about the Super Bowl here as well, you and I were talking off air, um, and I, I, at one point I said, it was almost as if Lamar on some of these late passes where he was just sitting back there looking for receivers, looking for receivers, that he refused to run. And you agreed with that. You also said, like, it looked like he was tackled easily. Yes. Can also. I pause you right there, yes. though? Because did you, ever, did you think at all, I thought this a couple times in the second half, but I also think that, like, Todd Munkin put him in this situation where it felt like there were some times where Lamar was going to prove to the world yeah. he was going to win a football game yeah. by slinging it downfield with his arm. And I, I don't know if you felt that same way, but it was late in that game, that was the way I was starting to feel, where it was 
we're not going to try to do anything with Lamar's legs here. Yeah. The, one of the greatest offensive weapons in football, we're not going to utilize here. There's also a couple things, though, that happened. One on that Lamar to Lamar pass and catch. There was a split second you thought he would break it to the house, yeah. and he didn't. And then I, I pointed this out when it happened yesterday. That fourth and one early at their own 34 where he got 21 yards. Did you think it was amazing that I think it was Sneed who yep. just ran him down? No problem. So glad you brought this up in the, during the break. Because we, we were on air doing live that Sunday, Sunday when that happened. I, w- I was shocked. And then seeing the replay, like how many times have we seen this in his career? Like I Lamar's it. in front of him. Lamar doesn't get caught. And Lamar I, gets caught by nobody. It was so I rewound it because I was so stunned by it. And the only explanation I can give is, uh, well, Sneed was full sprint. And Lamar, and Lamar wasn't, maybe wasn't, yet. wasn't yes. quite yet. Yeah, yeah. It's the only explanation. But it just there were a lot of stuff piled up in there where you're like, what am I watching exactly? Yeah, and it was that we were talking about that during the break, and then it was it just felt like there was the couple times where he even tried to take off. There was, you know, it, the, the, yeah. the pass catch to himself. It feel like it, it just felt like light tackles brought down yeah. Lamar. That, I, and I'm not trying to blame him for like that, no. right? Like it's just it's a horrible game plan. Football games sometimes you break tackles, sometimes yeah. you don't, right? Especially when they're at your feet. And it just felt like every every little shot that a Chiefs defender took at his feet or something that brought him down in that game where whereas you see him break those all the time the, the point is that the Chiefs didn't score 34 points right yeah you know it, it, they had every opportunity the Ravens and they just couldn't even come close to getting and that when the flowers taunt and then the flowers fumble was it was brutal it's it, it's one of those I mean we've talked about these two quarterbacks so much it's there was going to be somebody from this weekend, likely, that had to take in a real bad loss into the offseason, and it's Lamar Jackson. I mean, all the questions that we're gonna, we've always had yep. about Lamar and this Ravens offense, they're just going to continue after that. Detroit at San Francisco. We'll get into a more of the... I'll, I'll flesh out all of this. Detroit at San Francisco. Let's get through the game, though. Detroit, four plays, 75 yards to start it off. One minute and 42 seconds. Four plays, that's it. Jamison Williams in from 42, 7 to nothing. Lions 13 18 left first quarter. Then Moody, after a uh, beautiful Purdy to Debo play where Purdy got blasted, they end up with a Jake Moody 48 yard field goal try. No good. 754 left in the first quarter. And then Detroit marches it right down the field again. 11 plays, 62 yards in 520. Montgomery in from one. 14 to nothing Lions with 234 left in the first quarter. Niners getting popped in the face here. Niners do come back though. Eight plays, 75 yard drive. That took 345. Uh, beautiful play by Purdy to use check on that one. McCaffrey in from two. 14 to seven Detroit. 1340 left in the second quarter. Detroit would have a fourth and six at the San Francisco 46. This was the first Dan Campbell decision. Fourth and six at the San Francisco 46 up 14 to seven. He decides to punt in that moment as a San Francisco guy, San Francisco better, San Francisco exact a guy. Every Niners better was thrilled to yeah. give him a t- truth serum for that punt because you can't stop him. San Francisco gets it back. Third and 10, though. Purdy hit by Pascal on release. Picked by Malcolm Rodriguez. Uh, illegal block on the return by CJGJ, but five plays, 46 yards nonetheless. Gibbs in from 15 on a place where Chase Young lollygagged. 21 to 7, Detroit. 5.54 left in the second quarter. What is happening? Are we really getting a Kansas City Detroit Super Bowl? By the way, now you understand why Washington was 
really okay letting go of Chase Young. I had this talk with all my San Francisco friends when they're like, oh, we got Chase Young. I said, don't worry about it. The Bears got the good guy. <laughs> San Francisco three and out. Detroit now up 21-7. Third and 12 of the San Francisco 47 with 155 left in the second quarter. And here's where you're like, my God, the San Francisco defense is terrible. Third and 12, San Francisco with a chance to make a stop and get a potential double dip. Gibbs for 13. Then San Francisco forces a third and 18. Goff to St. Brown for 23. Then on third and seven for nine to St. Brown. This is anything they wanted they yeah. took. Fourth and goal at the three, up 21-7. Dan Campbell says, Badgley, 21-yard field goal, 24-7 Detroit. Were you okay with that at the time? No. I was. Okay. I think you go up three scores. I really do. That's your half. Golf, 13 of 20 for 145. Montgomery, 9 for 60. Uh, 9 for 60, pardon me. Purdy, 7 of 15 for 93. Detroit outgaining San Francisco, 280 to 131 in the first half. 6.5 yards per play. Third quarter starts out. You're like, okay, well, the Niners have the ball. They're down 17. If they score here, first drive, you got yourself a ball game. Well, they score, but it was a field goal. Moody, 43-yard field goal to cut it to 24-10 Detroit, 11-02 left in the third quarter. Then Detroit ends up with a fourth and two at the San Francisco 28. Let the questioning continue. Goff, incomplete intended for Reynolds. They went for it. Would you have kicked the field goal to go up three scores there? No. I'm good with that call. Here's my thing. If Dan Campbell did it at the end of the first half, I think he should have done it again here. You go up three scores with 6.58 left in the third quarter. As a San Francisco better, I was thrilled that he went So from it. that line of thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yes. If, you, if, if I had thought about that in the first half, then yes, I would have carried over yeah. with that same, same decision there. My point about these fourth downs, though, is reasonable minds can disagree. There's one yeah. more, of course. San Francisco to Debo for 17. To Ayuk for 51. That bounced off Kindleville door deep. Instead of a pick, it's a deep catch for 51. Three plays later to Ayuk on third and goal from the seven. Touchdown, 24-17 Detroit. All of a sudden, you got a one-score game, 5-17 left. Third quarter, five plays, 72 yards drive. That only took 141. Detroit, first and 10, their own 25. Next play from scrimmage. Gibbs stripped by Deshaun Gibson. Recovered by Eric Armstead. San Francisco set up at the Detroit 24. Four plays, 24 yards. McCaffrey in from two. We are tied with 3:02 left in the third quarter. If your thought at halftime was, can the Niners catch up by the end? of this game how about in 12 minutes incredible it was incredible how about in 12 minutes 11:58 to be exact detroit then with a three and out when reynolds flat drops a would-be first down oh rough rough second half for him that's followed by jack fox's 74 yard punt but chase lucas steps on the goal line a 19 yard mistake San Francisco, amazing 10-yard pass and catch from Purdy to Juszczyk. And he ducks a would-be sack, Purdy does, to start it off. San Francisco gets into the Detroit 13, but Purdy takes back-to-back sacks. The first was badly his fault. The second, a helmet-to-helmet uncalled on Detroit. That should have been 15. Yep. They have to settle for a moody 33-yard field. It's 27-24 San Francisco with 9.52 to go. And I'm thinking to myself, that not called helmet-to-helmet could end up being the, sto- could end up being the big moment of this game. Detroit immediately matriculates. Goff to Williams for 22 to start it off. Could have been picked by Ambry Thomas, by the way. Then Montgomery for 16. Four plays later, they end up in another fourth down. Fourth and three at the San Francisco 30. This time, they're down three with 7.38 to go. They eschew. Love it. The 48-yard field goal. Goff under pressure, incomplete intended for St. Brown. That's when Kelly texted me, (laughs) Dan Campbell, you beautiful (laughs) bastard. Although he didn't use the word bastard. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't even know what I said. San Francisco still up three, third and four uh, in the Detroit territory. Olsen, Greg Olsen, who's great. Just he's had this awesome. One. He's awesome. He just had this one gaffe. He goes, seems like one of the most critical downs of the game. <laughs> Purdy for 21. How gutsy was Brock Purdy? All yes. you Brock Purdy haters can eat it. Yeah, I know the long pass was lucky, but man, was he good in he this game. Awesome. He was awesome. He was down the stretch here. He, he was it's awesome. amazing. There was this great tweet that Felika showed me that was sent to him. Like, the Niners' defense is trash. They have a trash kicker, and everybody's trying to blame Purdy. Give me a break. <laughs> um, Purdy for 21, then McCaffrey for 25, lands on his head and neck. Elijah Mitchell in from 3. 34-24, the Niners with 3.02 left. They're covering, for God's sakes. Detroit does matriculate. And then the part where you cannot have a reasonable disagreement. Third and goal at the one with all three timeouts. The most important thing in the world at this moment is to preserve your timeouts. And Dan Campbell and the Lions do the one thing you can't. You cannot do the risk-reward of running the football there. They do. And David Montgomery gets popped for a two-yard loss. They have to use a timeout. It's almost immaterial, not to the spread, but to the game, what happened on Ford down. Lions do get the touchdown, 34-31, but the onside kick fails because ladies and gentlemen they always do at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is v Best Bets, catching you up on everything you missed on v the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free v daily newsletter. Bill 80 all over it today. We're down to one. Early money coming in on the Chiefs, down to one now in the Super Bowl with the Niners. Expert analysis, latest odds, straight to your inbox, absolutely free. VEASAN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Michael Lombardi joins the program now. His show is called Lombardi Line. It comes up at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. 
West Coast time. Also, new podcast dropping later on today called GM Shuffle. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Doing well. Doing well. Yesterday was very dramatic. It was a fun seven-hour you know, window to watch the NFL. Uh, a lot of issues here to pick apart, obviously. What did you make overall of how Dan Campbell coached his team the entire game yesterday in a loss to the 49ers on the road? Well, I mean, to me, the biggest issue I have with these fourth down, just go for it, go for it. ESPN putting the stat up. If he kicks the field goal, they have a 90.3% chance of winning. If he doesn't kick it and gets the first down, it's 90.6. Like, I think we don't ever do a good enough job of explaining all the factors that go into the decision. If you're Dan Campbell and you're sitting there, you're thinking, I go up 17, there's 21 minutes to go in the game. My defensive tackles are dominating their guards. This is a team that doesn't play well from behind. We know that we have all the stats about them going into the fourth quarter uh, if I continue to put pressure on them I know I'm going to keep scoring because I'm going to be aggressive like I'm going to be aggressive with my offense but why not settle for the points to me that's the decision and I think this universal okay let's just go for it scream go for it you know Greg Olson I'd go for it here well you're not factoring all the factors into the decision right and every decision is independent of itself And so what we're missing is the ability to evaluate the outcomes based on the advantage of compounding good decisions together. And I think that's really where the issue is. And when he sits there and says, I don't regret those decisions, I don't. I understand the scrutiny, I get it. Well, to me, what I would say to Campbell is, Dan, every decision is independent. You went for it. You decided not to kick the you decided to kick the field goal at the end of the half, because had you gone for it there, that would have been a bad decision. Because we watched Cincinnati go for it, uh, stop Kansas City two years ago in exactly the same position, mm-hmm. and since he came back to win the game. The other thing I think that we, we lose so much sight of is all these people that have never played, that have never been involved with sports in their life, that sit in their basement and eat meatloaf, don't understand momentum don't understand the essence of how a game can turn. That's not on a spreadsheet. That's just not on a spreadsheet. And football, for uh, going back to the days before in Ralph Hayes Oldsmobile dealership in, in Canton, Ohio, is about momentum. It's about momentum more than it is sometimes just about pure talent. And at some point, we can't get the analytical community to understand momentum plays a huge role in all these games. And he gave them momentum. He gave them momentum. Of course, naturally, the face mask, the, the, the ball that hit the, uh, I, uh, the, the defensive back. I mean, that, that just compounded momentum, right? And so to me, it, it, that, that wasn't a hard, that, that decision should be independent. And we lump them all together. And then to me, I think the one that he should get raked over the coals, and this is the one that he's responsible the most for, is when he burnt that timeout, he lost the game. Yep. He should have said on the headset, under no circumstances can we call timeout here, fellas. Under no circumstances. We throw it in the end zone three times. Under no circumstances. We're not calling timeout. And yet they did, and they lost the game. It was bad all the way around. You can't blow that. And I'm with you. I go up 17 with six minutes left in the third quarter. It's no gimme. It's 46 yards, but you have to kick it there. Now, what was Monken doing? What what in what yeah. in the world was that game plan where you come out and you abandon the run? You, Gus Edwards, one carry in the first half. Throw, throw, throw. I don't know what I was watching. Well, I don't know if you abandon the game plan. The game plan clearly was not to run the football. I mean, when Andy Reid outrushes you 32 to 16 in a game (laughs) and you're not behind, I I thought Baltimore played, you know, to me, after that game, I thought Baltimore, you know, in the movie uh, Back to the Future, Biff, the fake tough guy. (laughs) I think Baltimore was Biff. 
I think that's who they ended up becoming. They were Biff right before our eyes. They're a fake tough guy. You know, they pretended they were all this tough physical team, and they get into the game, and all of a sudden, where's their identity? They lost it. They acted as if they were behind by 24 points the whole game. They yes. weren't. They were not. I mean, they lacked discipline. I mean, the, the last drive of the first half, well, the last time that the Chiefs scored, the Chiefs won eight possessions and didn't score. It, it, they helped them with 30 yards of penalties. I mean, so to me, this was really an epic failure by the offensive coaching staff of the Ravens and by John Harbaugh. He's going to regret this game forever because he played a style of football that wasn't that didn't allow him to win. I mean, why would we think we couldn't run the ball on a defense that's 28th in the league in EPA exactly. in yards? They ran a power play twice, quarterback power on fourth down, and then they came back and ran Gus Edwards on a power play. He got 15 yards. We never saw the power again. No. We never saw it again. Like, to me, who's watching the game? What's the strategy of the game? How do we win this game? And it's not throwing the ball all over the lot. And you, when you do that, what happens? We lose all our play-action passes. We lose all our play-action passes because they don't, they're not thinking about the run. Who's watching the game unfold? Who's watching the Chiefs on film leading up to the game when you know, you should know anyway, that that needs to be the game plan and that's how you beat them up. And to your point, by the way, about being fake tough guys, it all started before the game. I don't know what that nonsense yep. was with uh, yeah. Tucker and company getting in the way of Mahomes and Kelsey trying to you know, get their game going. Yeah, I mean, they had four personal fouls. They had 12 men on the field. They're throwing their helmets around, right? They turned the ball over. You know, well, we put two hands on the ball. I mean, it was horrible. And here's the thing, guys. They're in the it's seven. It's 17 to seven at the half. They acted like they were down 38 to nothing. Like this is a team. We talk about the Cowboys being front runners. I think somebody I read this today that they haven't been behind since 2021 in a game by 10 points. I mean, but when you go into the when you really break their playoff football down and you study all their playoff losses under Harbaugh, they, they get behind. They can't play. They can't catch up. And I thought this team was different. I thought they could because of their skill. But their skill was good when they could play action. When they could, you know, why were we spreading them out and letting Spagnola blitz us? I think Moncton got schooled. I think there's no question Moncton yep. got taken to the woodshed. How about all the former Patriots that tweeted out the Belichick rule? From Flowers, you yeah. only do that on fourth down. Flowers, it's yeah. first and goal at the one. Why are you doing that? Yeah. I, you know, and to me, and then Harbaugh defended him, said, well, he had two hands on the ball, you know, and we won't extend it. Look, look, they had ample opportunity in that game, but they had penalties. You know, they had more than penalties uh, and mm. they just didn't play with any sense of toughness. They really didn't. And the Chiefs came out there. Look, I really thought if you go back to the first game, I thought Aaron Glenn. And I know they gave up a ton of yards, but Aaron Glenn basically said to the NFL, we have no respect for you up front. We're going to be just physical with you up front. We're going to push your guards back. We're going to make Purdy have no room to step up in the pocket. And we're going to try to play as tight man to man as we can. And it was working and it was working and they had the lead, but they lost momentum. Well, early thoughts then. I know we're going to have two weeks to, to kick this game around as always. Niners yeah. opened up about two, two and a half point favorites last night. They're down to one. Uh, Paulie's been saying all show wrong team is favored. Do you agree with that? Well, I mean, here's the thing that bothers me the most. If you're John Harbaugh today and you're sitting in your office, you just lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. And you can talk about Pat Mahomes all you want. But Pat Mahomes didn't beat you. No. The team beat you. 
I mean, that's got to be the hardest thing to understand. And if you're Kyle Shanahan, you got to say, look, fellas, Mahomes is really a great player, but let's not focus as much on him. We've got to take away the rest of their team. Uh, and, and I'm really concerned about the way Wilkes, the defense, doesn't adjust. Mm-hmm. And this defensive front, which has all the money in it, has not taken over a game in a while. They're 20, what people didn't realize going into that game, they were 25th in the league in third down defense. 25th in the league on third down defense. And it showed up yesterday. So, you know, I lean Kansas City because I think they'll play a three dimensional game, but there's a long way to go. One thing we do know about Kyle, he will figure out how to run the football if he can, but the physicality of the Lions against a San Francisco offensive line yesterday was staggering. Yep, totally. I thought on both sides. And another thing, too, going uh, to their defense, uh, I think Warner and Greenlaw are ultra-talented, but it looks like when it comes to the running game and stopping like Pacheco, it's going to be all on them because, yeah, Bose is a great pass rusher, but that defensive line now for two consecutive playoff games, they've gotten manhandled. No doubt. And they run, everybody goes right after Chase Young. Is there anybody oh, oh, who specializes in going past the quarterback better than Chase Young? Did you see I mean, the... he, he could replace Ndoku of that. I mean, he is a, truly one of the great I'm running past the quarterback players of all time. Go back and, and watch we'll, the we'll Gibbs We'll keep talking about him as the second pick in the draft, and yet he's never played that way. I'm sorry. Yep. No, I was gonna say go back and watch the you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna wanna break the monitor when you watch his effort on the Gibbs touchdown yesterday, Michael. Yeah, I mean, his effort the whole game, it's pretty clear that no one respects him from an offensive coordinator. The media does, and we'll talk about him, but no one does in the league in terms of running the football right at him. Yep. Lombardi line later on today, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. West Coast time. GM Shuffle, new podcast dropping uh, in a couple hours as well. As always, Michael, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate thanks, that. Thanks, guys. In yeah. a couple weeks. Looking forward to it. For more Follow the Money, tune in every weekday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, only on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.